All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Climb, the StarCraft II podcast focused on the Below Masters Blue Collar Leagues. I am your host, Will, a.k.a. Lord Cranial. Hello, my name is Dan. I go by Captain Hoppa. Each episode, we will dive into the ups and downs of the Diamond Ladder experience while searching for the secrets to get good. Yep, we're just two normal players looking to get to that next rung of the ladder, and we hope you guys enjoy the discussion tonight. While climbing through the ladder, it's very natural to reach walls that seem nigh impossible to cross by ourselves. Even with extensive replay analysis, we reach a point where we're not sure how to carry on. Is it our macro? Is it our decision making? Is our micro not good enough? To get over these barriers, we may need to ask from help for help from more experienced players. Tonight, we'll be talking about getting coaching and how to use these insights to continue our climb. This will be a two-part episode as we have a special guest lined up to talk about it more. But before we get into that, Will, how's the ladder treating you? So it's been a bit slow, to be honest. Uh, been uh, working on some a little bit of stuff on the side. Uh, so my, my ladder experience has been a little bit sparse. But that being said, we are getting back into it. We are finally getting to a point where we're starting to feel a little less rusty we're starting to hit a point where we're kind of gaining back some of that uh some of that mmr that we lost before the tilt streak um the games themselves really haven't been too bad but at the same time i'm still working with a bit of a small sample size so it's a little little early to tell but based on what i'm seeing i'm feeling pretty good about it that's good that's good is there anything like matchup wise that you wanted to touch on or anything like that uh not particularly i'm seeing some old issues kind of crop up a little bit um if you know a few months ago i was talking about how tbz was kicking my ass and that still kind of seems to be the case uh i i can't seem to really get the damage that i want to get done done um I think that's partially because I just like haven't been able to put in enough games to kind of get back to exactly where I was before. Um, I know that Vindicta and I talked about it a lot before I took my break, but I'm still kind of hitting this. Uh, I'm still hitting this point where it's just difficult to really get the damage done, and then you know having to decide like, oh, do I just want to lock down or do I want to like just try and ramp up the pressure and keep the Zerg on their toes. And it also seems like every time the Zerg hits hive tech, particularly like lurkers and stuff where the game slows to a crawl or I can't be the one being aggressive. I, I tend to just kind of die from that point just because I'm, I'm still having a hard time trying to find the right engagements or I'm not keeping track of their army well enough. And we just go into a weird base trade scenario just uh, stuff like that has really been kicking my ass in TVZ, but I, I think at some point we'll uh, be able to reconvene a little bit more with my coach and get some of that stuff figured out. Yeah, I mean, I think always having, like, not having the amount of reps that you feel like you need can always just, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Like, I, I totally know that feeling, too, where you're like, yeah, I mean, we played a couple, but... I, I always I know that feeling too when you just feel like you just need more attempts at it before you can say whether it's going well or whether it's going poor because I'm certainly uh, affected by that as well where it's like I'm doing it but we need to keep doing it for a while before I have any opinion. Yeah, I mean, 
even saying all of that, like I, I have been starting to get to a point where I, I am finding my footing in a TVZ. Um, like I said, like we're slowly getting back to where we were. And I, I am finding those games where it's just like I am, I'm the one who sets the pace of the match and I'm the one that's going to dictate what goes down. And like being able to find some of these like weak spots where the Zerg is, like um, watching for the army, clearing creep, uh, you know, attacking in two places at once to try and throw them off kilter and make them panic a little bit. Like I'm starting to find some of those, uh, or I'm starting to hit some of those steps in the match again, which is really nice. But again, like <laughs> there, there's still the issue of like de-rusting and like being able to do those things a little bit more fluidly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, like, I, I joke around about this, too, but, like, the de-rusting is, like, its own kind of category of mistakes because you know that it's, like, yeah, don't get supply blocked at 36, you know? Like, um, and you know that those, you have to kind of, I don't know, you have to kind of conquer those mistakes before you can even start, like, adding things that make it more complicated or adding things that require, you know, like, a lot more nuance and a lot more like executive decision making and all that and uh yeah it's 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 tough always to 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 have to deal with both of them at the same time you know yeah it, it really well it, it's definitely tough but I, i'm glad that i haven't been like grinding super hard recently because if if almost honestly it feels easier to kind of take all of that stuff in stride um there, there have been a couple of times where it's like, you know, mutilisk fly in or something. I'm just like, oh, God damn it. That's what we're going to be doing tonight, is it? But for the most part, it's just like if I'm making mistakes, it's just like, oh, yep. All right. Yeah, I, I see what I did wrong here. I, I know I know exactly what's going on here. That's that's fine. It, it's just like, you know, water off of a duck's back. Like, I, I don't know. Mentally, it's easier to kind of take those things in stride recently. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case if I when I like get into a good grind set and I'm like actually like playing hard again, but like for right now it, it doesn't feel too bad to like make some of these mistakes. It's just like oh yep that that yeah that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no I I totally get that too because like I've toyed with this idea in my mind from like a philosophical part where it's like what if I just played like half as many games as I do right like like would would that make me better or worse or like I, I really don't know but it would be different you know like I, like I don't I haven't I, again when I come back from a break I'm usually refreshed I'm usually pretty sharp decision making wise and I always think like maybe I should play less but I, I don't know you know but hey I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're you're working towards it well I, I'm actually glad that you said that because this is something that I've been toying around with a little bit as well um because I, I notice what I tend to do is you know like right after a break, we have this slow ramp up and, you know, as we're going, like we start to grind harder and grind harder until we're like at, you know, peak intensity and then just like drop off from burnout. And after that drop off, we take a, we take a deep, like a, a fairly long break, enough time to like build up, you know, rust. And then we repeat the process. And I'm starting to wonder like, maybe I need to like approach this differently, like approach this the way I would like the high school, like whenever I was doing uh, sports in high school, whenever I was doing like cross country or wrestling where, you know, we would have some really intense weeks where we would be drilling and practicing and like constantly doing or like con just constantly like p 
pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and then kind of kind of taper off a little bit the next week like right after a competition or something it's just like okay we'll bring the intensity down just a little bit not to a point where it's just like we're not doing anything but just a little bit kind of like have a opportunity to like you know heal and then you know start to slowly ramp that back up again and just kind of go through these like uh these easier to control cycles rather than just like burning myself out dropping off and then repeating that yeah no and i think it always kind of goes back to like the whole like quality over quantity sort of thing and the more i play starcraft the more i'm like i feel like i want to lean more towards quality practice over anything else right because again i can ladder for like four hours but then i'm like i don't remember 80 percent of my games <laughs> you know like i mean i may i remember them kind of but like i don't remember them in a way that's like critical whereas if i was playing like five four or five games i would be like this game this game this game and i could probably recall a lot better um but again it's like it's so hard to to weigh those two and, and kind of make decisions on what is the best quality um again some of that is streaming because i'm like well i'm i'm like live so like <laughs> you know like i i, I, I do want to play games too you know like i, I want to play games but it's also like would I get a benefit from telling myself to stop playing games for a second? Like, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. It, it's definitely something that I've been toying around with, uh, in my mind as well. Just like, maybe I just want, you know, better quality games and not just like trying to like crush out as many games as possible. Uh, especially like off stream stuff, stuff as well. Cause that, that's definitely where I feel like I'm like, at my like at my most intense um but yeah th that's that's just uh something i've been toying around with a little bit um for the other matchups like tvp and tbt is not really too much to note um you know every once in a while a protoss will kick my ass and you know that's <laughs> that, that that's pretty that's pretty standard for even normal will so i'm not too torn up about that tvt is still tvt i usually am pretty pretty solid in that matchup uh that being said though we did have a match recently where uh i was bragging about it to vindicta while he was coaching over my shoulder um and then a terran just like sneaks up like literally sneaks up behind me and just like starts sieging up my base i'm just like whoa this is what i get for talking smack isn't it like <laughs> i i sat there and like bragged about my tvt for a hot minute and now i'm gonna like look like an asshole in front of my coach yeah 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 exactly having confidence at any time is just asking for disaster yeah anytime you do it in front of somebody as well it's just like watch this i'm gonna crush this tvt and then you get like four racks or something like that it's just like this is this shouldn't have won why why might why did this happen <laughs> yeah exactly um all right well i don't know if you had anything else uh you wanted to bring up or any highlights or lowlights or anything like that i can drop a just a quick highlight uh we had a tbt on moon dance which i'm not at this point in the season, I'm not a super big fan of it. Uh, it's just a weird map to play on, especially against Zergs, but I I'm kind of fine playing Protoss and Terrans on it. Anyways, the only thing really of note in this match was uh, 
I, I did not have good vision, which is something I've started working on again. Um, so a process army kind of like slipped in and took out my fourth base while I was taking out their fourth base. And I kind of got into this mindset of just like, all right, we're base trading We're I'm going to like just charge in and do as much damage as I can. And the, uh, the Protoss backs off as I'm like t starting to dive into the natural. I'm just like, Oh, this isn't a base race. I got more damage done though. So this is okay for me. I don't give a shit. And I like, you know, I back off and we continue to have kind of a, you know, a fairly standard TVP match. He's getting into carriers. Um, I, I'm finishing a lot of my tech up so that I can actually engage into a Protoss army. But there is, there, there's one particular choke point on Moon Dance. It's, it's a ramp with rocks on it. Um, and I happen to see that the Protoss army is like moving in with a sensor tower. And I know that that choke point's a death sentence. Like, if he tries to come through that choke point, it's a death sentence. So I, like, made this massive concave, just just beautiful concave with ghosts and all the bio and Vikings and stuff. I watch him try to come down the ramp and just, like, collapse on it. Like, I, it was beautiful. I collapsed in on it. I, like, blanketed the entire army with EMPs and just destroyed the entire army. It was the best I've ever done against a Protoss army, I think. Like, it was... I, if, if I could print that out and, like, put it on my wall, I would 100% do it. Like, it, no, no joke. It was, like, the best I've ever felt about engaging into another army. Like, we just, like, wiped the floor with them after that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's that's great to hear. I mean... Getting, getting the dream set up is one thing, and then also just getting the dream engagement from the dream setup is like, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's something you savor. It's something you rewind five or six times just for just for kicks, and uh, hey, that's that's great. Great news. Great to hear. Yeah, I actually did exactly that. I rewound, like, rewound <laughs> oh, it a couple I, oh, of times. Yeah, of like, course. <laughs> no, I mean, like, right before the, the podcast, because I'm just like, well, I want to live this, relive this a couple more times before I tell the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you 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 earned it. You earned it fair and square. So you know that's you might as well enjoy it, bask in it. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's all I really have for my ladder session. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to you. How's the ladder been treating you, man? Um, it's kind of a mixed bag. So, uh, I so okay. So last week I had like two days where it was really rough. Like, um. I was losing games, but also, like, I just, I had no mental, like, I had no mental game. And uh, I was crumbling uh, repeatedly. And this happened two days in a row. So, it, this is, this is like a streaming thing, but it was, um, I had lost, like, six games in a row. And then I get backseated on the seventh loss from someone who... I've explained many times why I don't like being backseated to this person. Um, but they felt that they could word it appropriately to backseat me. And I was, I was just, I was so mad. <laughs> um, and, and again, it's, it's one of these things too, where um, I was certainly already like kind of fired up and frustrated from the game that I lost, which by the way, was like this really weird, liberator tank based mech which like i've never really played before but i mean it's the same as mech right it's like turtle with siege units right but it was just a different composition that was just kind of 
kind of wacky and kind of silly. And honestly, I felt like, uh, I felt like it was a little gimmicky, but it was, it was pretty strong. And I, you know, I just, uh, I'd never faced it before and I died and, uh, I, I got backseated and I, I just, I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I can't, uh, I was, I was mad. I was super pissed. And, um, it, it was, it was one of these rare instances where I was, uh, like, I felt like I was actively dragged down by streaming, uh, which normally I don't usually feel that. Uh, but in my head, I was like, if I didn't, <laughs> if I wasn't streaming and I was just laddering, I, I think I would have kept going after that. But, but the fact that I was backseated and I was just in such a terrible mood, I was just like, we're done. Right. And, and again, there, there's a lot of like factors coming together onto that, right? Where it's like, uh, I'm still struggling on the day. I'm still struggling from that game and I'm struggling just, uh, like as far as having, I, I, I honestly, I just didn't want to explain my rules again to this person, right? Like, like, and again, it's something that, uh, it's very specific, but it, it completely shattered my mental game and, and it completely obliterated it. And that was one day, and then even the next day, I had a very similar situation. It was different, but it was also just like I did not have the uh, the mental fortitude. Uh, and again, it was also a, a very heavy loss day, uh, and I just uh, I was unable to handle it in in a way that I usually am capable of. Uh, you know, part of it is the MMR slipping. Part of it is I'm losing really frustrating games. I think that's the other thing too that really just kind of chipped away at my uh, mental mental resilience is is I was losing games to Skytoss that I felt like I had such control of the game, right? Like I felt like I was doing my game plan and I was executing it, and I'm still losing, right? Like and those those type of games are the hardest for me to brush off especially when it's like i blow up 47 probes over the course of a game and i still die to the carrier push right and it's like i have i have the pieces i have the setup i have the you know the build up to the setup but i still i still lose and it was like just oh just a punch right in the stomach and it happened more than once in those type of games right uh, probably only twice, twice with that specific like sky toss sort of thing. But those those ones are the ones that that definitely jump out the most as far as like I feel it, you know. Um, and yeah, it was uh, it's just a lot of a lot of pain, really. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I mean, just speaking as a streamer myself, uh, it it genuinely fucking sucks to get backseated and backseated hard and then explain you know multiple times over like i i don't want to hear it it's yeah it it just it kind of just sucks like nobody really wants to just like you you never at any point want somebody just to like come up to you and be like you're just doing it wrong like why didn't you do this why didn't you do that and it's especially rough when it's something that is as it's like starcraft 2 is strenuous and then streaming on top of that is also strenuous and like the it's it's it, it just sucks to have people like come in and just be and you know just tell you you're doing shit wrong 
uh i I know that drives me fucking crazy too it's like it it sucks and it's really something that streamers like like i i don't know many streamers that like being backseated at all um and this is like across every single like every single genre that's on twitch a lot of people you know you'll have you'll have people like come in and just be like hey you're like your bit rates off and what is the streamer supposed to do about that like what if they're like they're they're streaming with what they have uh like a variable bit rate may be the best thing like the best option for them to keep their stream from looking like crap but you're just going to come in here and just be like hey your bit rates off your stream quality sucks like nobody likes that nobody likes that shit yeah uh <laughs> yeah this is this is one thing i wanted to say is that like the the thing that drove me the most crazy is not only is this a person i've told i've told them about this because like they're very guilty of i don't know that need the need to backseat <laughs> right um but but the thing that drives me crazy about starcraft is that if you play starcraft you should understand that like you're never gonna see a hundred percent of the things that are in front of you and, and and i'm like don't you play this game like 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 i know you're you play this game and yet you still feel like you need to like point out these things to me um and again it's something i've explained i didn't want to re-explain it and i was just like you know what we're done if you want to see my thoughts i i tweeted out of a series of like a thread of like six tweets of me being like very uh enraged but i also pretty articulate about my specific feelings on why i hate it and why it feels terrible um and again most of the time it's people who don't know any better and they're honestly just trying to like contribute to the conversation right or like just contribute to talking about the game but it never feels like that and it's always like just terrible and um again i usually am very generous if it's a new person in the community because again it usually comes from a good place but you i i'm always very clear with how i feel about it if if they're new uh and yeah it's just uh it's just one of those things and again normally sometimes i can deal with it very well i can just sometimes i just uh uh just yell at them don't tell me what to do and move on with my life and it doesn't matter but other days it, it's harder for me to do that uh <laughs> i remember i think i said this on one time where it was like i had a first time chatter and they were like you need bane links and i was just like i'm not even gonna bother explaining my rules i'm just gonna time you out and uh you know that's another way i can deal with it but again it's like it's just uh it just it's annoying you know and uh it, it really got to me and it again doesn't always get to me but that was one of those days it got to me yeah uh, yeah i'm sorry that happened to you it like i i know how much that that it sucks and i i hate dealing with it as well so you know it, it is part it is part of streaming but at the same time it's just like i'm inviting you into my space like can you not be an asshole about it yeah and it's like you know hey if you if you don't know what to say, just like don't type should. <laughs> don't tell me about unit compositions. Don't tell me that units exist. Uh, and if you're still confused, just type GG. Like, honestly, that's fine. <laughs> like, if you want to show your support, I don't mind it. Just type it. It's it's great. And uh, it there's no... <laughs> 
there's no like i don't know weird weird vibes to it right um however i will say so this was thursday friday so i took a couple days off playing laddering streaming whatever and we're we're i'm i feel i'm somewhat refreshed i'm on the upswing again um again we we did drop the the mmr dropped a decent amount but uh i'm working on getting it back and you know the past two days have been pretty nice you know again it's a lot of these games where i'm winning just like <laughs> i i don't want to i i'm i don't want to say this in like a disrespectful way but like i'm winning because i'm better like i'm winning because I'm like just more solid, you know, like, like my opponent just does some weird goofy build and I'm like, this isn't a build and, uh, I, I win, you know, like, like it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, okay, I do feel pretty good about like how solid I can play and how much, uh, like my early game has improved. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's something that I feel good about those games. Right. And again, I'm not winning every single game, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm climbing again, you know, and, and, uh, uh, step by step, you know, one, one thing at a time. Yeah. It, it's always nice to just like, whenever your opponent does like an inefficient or just kind of odd off build, you just like stomp it just because you, you're mechanically better and you're, you know, you're actually like following a build order and you just wind up stomping over them because whatever goofy thing that they tried to do just isn't as efficient as what you're trying to do like those winning those type of games always feels really nice and i mean honestly like if you if you feel like like you're you're beating your opponents because like you're better i i think that you you can i feel like you you're, you're fine to say that like maybe don't not like i i understand like where you're coming from like i i get the vibe i absolutely do it's just like you know i feel like you can own it yeah well yeah i mean i just didn't want to be like oh yeah these 3.6 guys they don't know what they're doing they're just making like i didn't want to be like that but um yeah i played i played a bunch of games where i look at i i'm like oh that was kind of a scary attack i wonder what his build was and i look at his build and i'm like oh he's on like 32 workers and is just attacking you know like he's cut his own economy and it's still like like not a timing you know like like it's not a sharp timing it's just a an attack with less workers than you probably should have and yeah i'm fine um and that happened that happened like two or three times you know zvt zvp uh i had a guy who did like he he made a prism he went robo made a prism and then put an immortal and two stalkers in it and was like this is my push and i was like there's no twilight upgrade there's there's barely any economy at home. Uh, you know, I was sweating it, like, during the game. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, let's get this together. Let's, you know, I was, like, evacuating drones and stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, when it settled, I'm like, oh, I'm, like, 20 workers ahead and and have an army advantage, you know? like, <laughs> um, and, and, again, those games are nice for the conference because, again, it, it feels like I don't have to do anything other than just play normally and, and I can still come up out on top. Um and, and you know, there's there's also guys at that same MMR where I'm like, damn, this guy played really slick. You know, like he he did not uh, tolerate my shenanigans, and you know, it's uh, it's it's always a surprise. You know, so um, I can still feel good about just the development overall. You know, because because again, I I know for a fact that 
my uh, my early game has greatly improved. And uh, sometimes you can tell and sometimes you can't, you know? Yeah, it kind of goes back to um, an old adage that we've used over and over again. You know, just trust in the build. The build will show you the way. And, I mean, it, it sounds like it's, it's you know, helping you out a lot. Like, you know, not panicking after seeing something weird and just sticking with what you know and just absolutely steamrolling your opponent. So, I mean, it, it just it just goes to show trust in the build. Yeah, there's a lot of me ending a game and then hitting rewind and then looking at my opponent's worker count and being like, are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't believe it. Because, again, there's some builds, you know, hey, you cut a couple workers, you get a nice... You get a nice timing. You get a little sharper arrival time. But I look at them and I'm like, oh, my Lord. I. <laughs> but again, it's it's trusting the build. And, and when the build works and I have 50 drones at five minutes, I feel very good and I feel very uh, solid. And um, this is, you know, part of the, the growing process is that I feel like my droning has gotten so much better lately like my ability to make workers has just increased more uh but now i just float 1200 minerals way faster than i ever have before in the past right like i am amazed at how fast uh i have 1200 minerals because i just i just have more drones uh so it's a good thing in the way of like i am uh having new problems to deal with but I need to approach them differently, you know, and it's, it's, it's a different type of problem to solve, you know? No, absolutely. I totally get that. Um, do you have anything else to, uh, talk about with your ladder experience, maybe a highlight or a low light? Yeah, I had some, uh, so a highlight, I've been kind of making some mutas. I did some custom games with shiny, uh, and she's a pretty scary Zerg. Uh, I think she's been off racing a lot, but masters masters too i want to say for zerg um and uh i i i played some some like it was the first time we played custom games so i i think that's always different because i think both of us are just trying to kind of feel out the other person you know like what's their deal you know like and um i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty aggressive on the ling bane and uh she seems a little more macro focused which you know hey it's great <laughs> um and so, you know, I played pretty well. I, I actually played a game where I actually transitioned into Aspire and made Mutas and uh, played it out and won that game, which was uh, kind of a surprise for me. Like, uh, again, I'm not super comfortable playing Mutas in ZBZ, but I mean, I, I understand it conceptually. I just don't have practice doing it. Um, but it was fun, you know, like <laughs> uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I probably could have droned a little bit better, but uh i had fun doing multi-prongs i had fun being annoying uh i defended with a bunch of spine spine crawlers like a like a like a true muta guy uh <laughs> you know so uh i felt a little dirty when i was doing it but i was like you know what? hey if it works it works and if i need to make six spines to to hold this push and be ahead i'm gonna do it and uh it was it was a lot of fun and uh you know I mean, it was fun because i was winning but um yeah, it was just I impressed myself because again, it's it's whenever I do something new, I'm always expecting to do really really bad with it, and uh, I still have a lot of room for improvement on on that kind of composition. But uh, it was it was fun, 
it was fun and dynamic and uh, you know i do think it it fits pretty well into my play style just because it's like you kind of you get to blow up a lot of stuff with banes you get to run around the mutas you get to be really annoying with the mutas if you can and um it's just uh it's different and uh i i think it was i was very proud of that game yeah i, I don't know why but every time i play zerg and i wind up in a zvz mutas always seem like the most terrifying thing and every single time I talk to a Zerg friend, it's just like, yeah, I don't want to see mutas in a ZVZ because it's, it's so hard to deal with if you don't see it coming. Um, I mean, congratulations on uh, taking a game off of Shiny, though. Like, that's that's pretty big. Uh, it shows a lot of growth on your part. Um, even with, the like, having to learn some of these new concepts or, like, use units that you're uncomfortable with, like, it, it just goes to show that you've, you know, you, you've developed a lot as a player. So congratulations on that. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. I mean, I do think I do think ZVZ is at its core, like probably one of the easiest matchups to like punch above your weight class, you know, just because it's like it's wild. It's wild in ZVZ. So, you know, I, I uh, hey, I'll take the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, did you have a low light? Uh, yeah. So I'll go over this one quickly because I know 100 percent I've done an, a low light that is the exact same like composition of this one but you know it's one that sticks with me because it's silly but i've definitely explained a low light in this exact same way so i'm in a zvz uh i do my ling bane attack i do great damage i get in the wall i kill a queen i don't remember how i get in the wall but i get in i do damage i blow up some drones uh i confirm my opponent is going roach uh i have zerglings and three base versus a two base opponent and i'm like cool great i know this situation i know what to do here uh i'm just gonna wait for him to move out and i'm going to like try to dive the mineral line to pull him back and i'm just gonna make roaches at home off a three base with a little bit of a worker lead but not too much but a little bit and it's gonna be easy peasy from here and um as i'm doing this as i'm like i have my lings out on the map i'm poking the wall i'm being annoying um and then anitis just goes off in my main and i'm like oh right <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a thing that they can do when they're trapped on two base that I just didn't think about. You know, like I just didn't think about it, um, and I completely forgot it was a possibility. They found the one corner of my base that didn't have vision. Of course, like they they did a great job with it, um, and I lose because I couldn't get up there in time. And you know, I had roaches, but I didn't have them all together. I didn't have uh as many and once they get in that position it's it's basically unbreakable right like and and i was super dead um but i've definitely lost games like this before where i'm ahead i'm ready for the next step which is usually roaches walking out of their base right and you usually see it with the overlord so you totally know how much time you have you totally know what angle they're coming from uh but i just forgot that nidus worms existed and again it, i can just look at that replay and just be like yeah if i patrol 12 zerglings in my main i win the game you know and uh i didn't and uh i lose so that's that's starcraft sometimes you know it's really funny that you said that because the first game back from my break i had a very similar experience where there was a zerg like trapped on two and a half bases and I was sitting there, I was like poking the front and I was just like, I see this ball of roaches. I'm just like, okay, so this is just going to be some weird, like, like, you know, some weird moon, like moon dance shenanigans where I, I get my 
third base in the back and then i just like shove units down your throat i'm just like okay yeah yeah yeah, i got this and then the night or like i poke in again and i see less roaches i'm like where do you where did those go and then the nidus screams i'm like oh right that's a thing and just like it never crossed my mind that (laughs) that that you know the zergs still have that option i'm just like ah well i you know i (laughs) that's i guess that's what i get for coming back to the game like damn yeah I think the hilarious thing too is that I'm not gonna get Nidus for a month, or or I'm always gonna have Lings in my main base, uh, for for at least a month or two, until I forget and then just stop doing it and then I get Nidus again. Uh, you know, it's just one of these things. Like, I'm gonna be super paranoid about it now because of that one game where I've just forgot that it exists as a building. Uh, but I should be pretty sharp on remembering it for future reference. So. Uh, no one will be able to nidus me for the next like four weeks. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel that just because I've been like patrolling a Marine and if I'm not sure I'd scan both bases to check for tech, but you know, in, in four weeks time, probably, probably four weeks time, I'm going to get a nidus notification. Just be like, Oh, right. That exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think, I think the thing that's the most frustrating about that one, which is also just hilarious is that I was so confident about the game state i knew how much drone damage i did i knew that they were going to make roach i knew that they were trapped on two base and probably had more workers than me at the start of the game right i knew all of these things and i knew all of these things i had to do to survive and then i just forgot that there's a building that can appear (laughs) i mean i i absolutely feel the pain on that one yeah well i mean it'll happen again probably but Oh, it, it's, just, uh, it, it's part of the climb, man. It, it's part of the climb that we get surprised by weird, by, by some odd tech options that we just like kind of forget exist. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, anything else for your ladder session? Um, not really. I mean, I kind of touched on it where it's like I feel like I have new problems in my gameplay, which is good because my early game's really tight, and I'm just most of the time I look at my games. And I'm like, this is a production problem, right? Like, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is not an eco problem. This is not an army comp problem. This is a production, and I just I don't have enough production to sustain the amount of money I have now, which, again, pretty good problem to have. Uh, and it does feel like I'm operating just at a little bit of a higher economy, you know, like as a baseline. Uh, so... Yeah, I just got to work on getting the production stabilized and getting it to be uh, like ready earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and again, it's uh, a problem that I am glad to have, but I got to start working on it. You know? No, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I I know the exact feeling that you're talking about, and it, it should be a good feeling. Like, there's still some frustration with having to learn like a new aspect of the game, but you know, it's a good thing. It shows growth. All right, and with that being said, we'll go ahead and hop into part one of a two-part series tonight. We're going to be talking about coaching. Now, tonight we're going to be talking about our perspective, the lower league player, the player that needs guidance. Um, There's a lot of things that go into a coaching session or goes into just like looking for a coach in general. Um you know, personality of each of the player and the coach is very important. You got to make sure that you guys mesh together. Um, 
being able to take notes on the coaching sessions, uh, what you what you should be working on, you know, what your coach tells you to work on, all of these type of things are very, very important to have a successful coaching session or coaching sessions, I should say. So, uh, Dan, I'll let you go ahead and kick it off. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting things uh, that we can talk about this. I think one of the things that, like, I think coaching is is uh, it's kind of like weird in the fact that it's like kind of revealing like you have to like open up to a stranger you know for the most part like you have to like be willing to be like give it to me straight doc like <laughs> like what's what's wrong here um, and I think that can be a little terrifying honestly like just uh, it, it can be a little terrifying just opening yourself up to, to that kind of criticism but I also think that the, the flip side of that is, yes, it, it might be a little uh, embarrassing to be like, these are my games. <laughs> these are my games where I'm trying my best. Uh, it can be a little embarrassing for that. But it's also like so refreshing to have someone be like, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Just do this. <laughs> you know, like to have someone to just like legitimately tell you what to do and what to prioritize is honestly, it's worth a thousand percent of the little bit of discomfort you will have going in right just to like have clear priorities and um you know starcraft is a super complicated game right and it's something that i think about a lot too where uh it's very easy to make starcraft more complicated you know like oh yeah just add infestors and a hive and a viper and uh you know get the lurker upgrades in case this like it's so easy to just add stuff that make it more convoluted it it can be really hard to simplify things right and i think i think a really uh a a, a good coaching especially in starcraft makes things simple um and, and makes things uh easily digestible or makes key concepts like i don't know like easy to understand and obvious in in the situation right and and again it, it, there's so much nuance there's so much complexity it, it's it's really hard to kind of sort through that on your own you know no yeah i absolutely agree um i, I just want to go back to the um the embarrassment part real quick because that's something i did ha kind of have to train myself when i officially got a coach is to present those most embarrassing moments um because like a lot of the times when, you know, lower league players go to a coach, they want to show off like some of the cool things that they've done. Like if you ever watch Winter's Angry Coach or I think some of the ones that Pig or some of the coaching sessions that Pig has had, um, you, you see a lot of these like a lot of wins. And, you know, those are cool and all, but like what are you realistically going to learn from those games where you just like utterly crush your opponent? Like, sure, they're cool and they look nice on stream, but like are you really gaining that much knowledge by showing off these games? So I mean what I've kind of done is just like look through my replays and just be like, what am I most embarrassed about? What am I most confused about? Like, where did I get my ass handed to me in a game? And I want to present those to uh my coach because I feel like those are where I'm going to like find the most growth, especially ones where I'm like confused or I like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for here. And it's really nice to have a coach, like look at some of these games and just, you know, break it down for you. Just like, okay. So your, your opponent took their gases like a little bit too early. And I understand like that can give you like some concern, but there's not really anything you should do about it. It, it, it This doesn't really 
show you anything. So, you know, you just continue on with your build or they can like, they can pick out some detail that you might've missed and just be like, Oh, all right. Well, you know, I can't, I can't think of a good example, like off the top of my head. It's kind of hard. Um, cause I I've had so many at this point. I, I genuinely have where Vindictus just sat down and just be like, okay, this is what you're looking at. And you know, this is, this is the answer that I can give you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also too, like, sometimes there's that disconnect when you're playing like in your own mind when you're playing there's a disconnect between what you see and what that makes you feel or assume you know and, and again i know that feeling too where someone with more experience and more knowledge is just like no there's it's fine <laughs> you know like no nah, it's okay you know it's it's the same thing if you can extrapolate it. like i can extrapolate it like lower it's hard for me to think of examples for myself right now but like i can like it's like the gold league guys who open up with two spines at the front of their natural base and it's like why did you do that and it's like well they might cheese me and it's like you haven't like seen your opponent you know like 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 there's you haven't seen any of their buildings you know like you know maybe they've triple expanded like you don't know you know and it's hard to you know, they're, they're just operating off a feeling of fear that an attack is coming, but there's also no evidence of it. There's no situational uh, position where it makes sense, but, you know, it's 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 just something that happens. And I think that that's always, like, uh, something that can be very clearly illustrated with, with a uh, more experienced eye on the game, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um it happens every like every single time I have a coaching session, like Vindicta like immediately picks up. Uh, like it's actually kind of funny sometimes. Like if you watch some of my past coaching sessions, uh, like he'll we'll be watching like a TVP and he says, "Oh, it's the adept thing again, isn't it?" I'm like, "Huh? What do you mean? How do you know?" And it's just like, "Yeah, did you did you did you not look at the gas? Like, did you did you not see that he's mining a gas? And he's missing a pylon?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> I didn't. Well, how did you pick up on that? He's just like, yeah, you just, just, just look here, look here, and then here's your solution. But I mean, like, th that that is kind of a big issue with a lot of like lower league players is that like we, we either just don't react to stuff that we should be reacting to, or we're overreacting to the things that don't need to be overreacted to. Um. Yeah, it, it really helps to have like another more experienced player like let you know that, you know, like this like this is what you actually need to be doing right now. Yeah, it's uh I, I think I think it's also just um a lot of the times is there's that feeling of like playing not to lose, right? And I think that happens a lot in in some of the low leagues where that's why you see all this like static d for no reason turrets turrets at, at you know 245 or whatever like it's it, it's that sort of stuff where it's like i i've i lost to mutas once and i'm gonna make turrets in my base every game uh until i stop losing to mutas and it's like well you're actually destroying your own economy wasting a bunch of minerals and time and focus just for something that that honestly can't be here until like six minutes you know like and uh it's it's tough you know and and i think that there's there's also just so much knowledge ingrained in starcraft that uh you know even even the difference between like a diamond 3 player 
and, and someone in gold is is huge as far as like how a diamond player is just gonna open like normally and just be like aware that cheeses probably aren't gonna hit you in the first minute you know like maybe maybe 145 two minutes you might see something that spooks you but like they're still gonna open in a relatively calm and normal way but again that's that's experience, that's knowledge, and that's also applying that knowledge to, you know, a quote-unquote standard standard opening or something, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, one important aspect of uh, getting coaching is, like, trying to find the right coach. And Dan and I have both, you know, we've spent some time, you know, looking into our coaching options before, you know, picking out who we wanted to be coached by. And I feel like it's, it, that's one of the things that tends to get overlooked when it comes to coaching. It's just not doing like the proper research and making sure that like you and your coach will vibe. And it, it's, it's actually extremely important because, you know, a, a coach that's going to be like, like if you like to be the type of person who's just like, you know, be honest with me, like tell me what I need, what I'm doing wrong. And like, give me a way forward. Like you're not going to mesh well with somebody who wants to just like kind of like baby and coddle you the entire way. Um, like you, you need that, you need that. Um... <laughs> I just lost my entire train of thought. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's always like, uh, there's, uh, there's always different styles of, of teaching and of students. Right. And it's something you learn. Uh, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of, like this through teaching jobs and stuff and it's like yeah some some students aren't gonna mesh with your style right and it's also like it happens you know like sometimes it's it's unavoidable sometimes you can be like oh i can rephrase this in a way that's better for this student but it's also sometimes just like yeah it's it's not clicking and, and like that's that's one of the struggles of teaching right where like you just have to re-explain the same thing because you're like it makes sense to me how come when i say it to this person it doesn't make sense to them and then you try it like three more different times until they go oh yeah oh yeah i get it now um and again starcraft is like deeply deeply complex and all of that um i think it's really i think we're very blessed in the community that we have so many wonderful people and so many uh like incredible content creators streamers ladder heroes who who offer coaching um and you know from from my personal experience too is i did not get coaching for a long time uh i really delayed it uh just just because i felt like there was so much material out there and, and there's there's so much uh good educational stuff um you know, whether it was Vibe's original Bronze to GM, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, Winter's Angry Coach, whether it was, you know, um, examples of like Pig coaching another student, like at my level, at around my MMR, maybe one or two leagues up. Honestly, it's the same. Um, but I, I absorbed so much of that material before I even considered getting coaching for myself, right? And I think that you can learn a lot about yourself, how you are as a learner, just by consuming some of that content, right? And uh, even just noticing the differences between how Vibe explains it versus how Neuro explains it, right? They're both Zergs. They both play relatively similar as far as like they're both 
pretty large macro focused guys. Um, but they're going to explain things in completely different ways. And, and they're going to maybe have the same idea, but might have slightly different ways of getting there. And uh, again, I, I think it's just really interesting that there's there's almost this sort of freedom to where you can kind of see what speaks to you um, and see like what is uh, appealing to you. And uh, one of my favorite things, I, I think the, the most coaching content from a specific person I consumed was Pig. And uh, that was also one of these things that pushed me towards getting coaching from Pig is because I've seen him coach other people. I've seen him go through the process with students who, you know, have a similar knowledge base as myself, whether good, bad, or whatever. I've seen him do it. And I've also seen him, uh, you know, uh, like I like the way Pig plays and I like the way um, he gives priorities to players because it's also like there's an attack built in, there's a pressure built in, there's something that this is the time of the build where we go and see what happens and then play it out from there. Like, I love that kind of stuff because it really speaks to me as a player and it speaks to me as like, um, I want to get in there and do stuff. And then after the dust settles, be like, Hey, maybe I'm ahead, maybe I'm behind. And then you kind of go from there. Right. Um, and, and that was something that really influenced my decision. But again, uh, it took me a long time before I felt like I really needed it and I needed guidance, uh, in, in these things, you know? Yeah, just to speak to that a little bit more, um, like I, I also spent a lot of time like looking or watching a lot of these content creators like Pig, and I, like I was especially thrilled whenever he had like a bronze GM specifically for Terrans. Um, the problem that I started to hit was like a lot of that stuff just started feeling a little bit too generic, and that's kind of when I started realizing like I need I need more specific help. Um, and I, I like I need somebody like a dedicated person to give me that advice and that coaching. So what I kind of did was just I I was kind of like listening in whenever people were talking about coaching. Like a lot of people were just like, hey, like if you checked out this coach, if you checked out that coach, um, you know, I just like put out some feelers, and you know, Vindicta's name you know kept coming up every once in a while. Like I I was watching his content at the time and I was thinking about some of his guides where, you know, he, he's, he's fairly chilled and he has a very, he has, he has a particular style of setting up a lot of his tutorials and content videos that I just, I just, I kind of just clicked with, like he had a guide on how to beat like mass battle cruiser players. And for some reason, like that just clicked with me and I felt like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely get that. So, you know, at some point, like I reached out to him and, you know, we've been going through coaching sessions on and off for a little while now. And it's just like, at, like at this point, it, like we just kind of vibe together every time we get together for a session. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. We kind of cut up with each other a good bit, but it, like his, the way that he presents the information to me is it's very, it, it feels easy for me to digest, even though it's a very, it, like it's complicated. Like the things that I'm trying to like process are very complicated, but I, I feel comfortable with the way the information is being presented. And I feel like I'm actually getting some growth out of that compared to like before when I was like uh, consuming a lot of the generic content, which don't get me wrong. Like the, all of that content is very, it is very good. It is incredibly helpful. I still refer back to it constantly, but I, I'm starting to get some of these more, like some of this more detail oriented stuff where it's just like, okay. Um, 
you know, pig's guide says to just like, you know, three wrecks every single time. Um, Vindict has given me some tips where it's just like, Hey, maybe that's not the best idea every single time. Like maybe you see your Protoss opponent do something strange and we need to switch it up just, just a little bit so that, you know, you can survive to the end of the game. And another thing is that like, he's actually taken the time to, to like, see how I like to play and how I want to continue through a match. He's taken the time to like, actually note those, those kind of things. And he's kind of like, he he's tweaked his coaching specifically so that I like can get the best quality out of it based on how I play. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that's, um, I think that's a natural part of the development too, because I know that exact feeling too, where it's like, yes, there's a lot of great content that can get you to diamond. No problemo. Right. And, and again, you know, getting, getting to diamond is, is certainly an accomplishment, but you get to a point where, there becomes like the amount of nuance and specificity i think becomes very a lot harder to nail down which is why i also think that like a lot of the bronze to gms kind of taper off around mid diamond you know like they they get less effective just because i think there's just so much more broadness to it and there's so much more uh like forks in the road on how you can approach things um I think below that, you can get away with a lot of general advice. I give general advice all the time to people who come into my chat, and I don't know anything about them as a player, but they're just like, I'm this MMR, what do I do to improve? And I'm just like, I can give them like three random things that I know that they're probably not doing, and and I'm I'm very confident that that will, that advice on its own in a vacuum with no context can actually do some benefit, right? Again, your mileage may vary, but um, it's it's kind of that hitting that kind of uh, that kind of threshold of where it's like this this is really complicated and this is really uh, I know a lot about the game and yet I still I don't know what like the best course of action is for me, you know, and I think that that's always um, it's tough. It's tough. And I think that's why having that extra voice, you know, helps a lot. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have seen like some, like, like some people in the community have said stuff like, you know, Oh, you don't need a coach until like you're like mid master. So you like, you don't need a coach until you're like low GM. That's when you need, that's when you actually need like some of the guidance. And I like, I feel like a lot of those are a bit misguided to be honest with you. Um, like you, you have to figure out, what you need as a player versus like what the community says you need as a player. Like if you feel like you're starting to like slow down on your growth, like having another person like be able to look at your replays and tell you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong is an incredibly helpful thing. Um, and the, like, you know, you can basically pick your price on it too. Like there, there will be some like masters players that'll, you know, give advice for cheap or for free you can find coaches that'll you know they'll, they'll charge a little bit more but it's still like very reasonably priced you know it, it definitely just takes some shopping around and figuring out like what you need as a player rather than you know what people say yeah yeah no and, and i think that i i've heard statements similar to that where it's like you don't need a coach until this or like um 
but but it's also like it, it's all relative it all depends where you are and, and again like uh i certainly feel confident like if someone was you know plat or gold and they're like can you coach me to diamond i'd be like sure but you're gonna have to play like me <laughs> you know like like i can't i can't teach you every style i can't teach you some weird swarm host build that that gets you there i can only teach you the stuff that i know really well and i can teach you how to read a game the way i read it again maybe it's not for you maybe it's not enjoyable but like i feel like i could do it very well because uh you know at a certain point the game is is pretty simple you know like it's and, and and as you develop more and more skill, that that broadness becomes narrower and narrower based on what you want to do, based on what your opponents are doing, uh, and and based on just like I don't know, the the overall like games that you're in and like the tendencies you have, right? And and I think in Diamond, that's where it definitely gets uh, specific for the player, right? Because you can have a Diamond player who's you know the same MMR as the other guy who's over there, but they can be better at completely different things than I am, right? And and we're still diamond at the end of the day, right? Like we're still uh, at the same MMR with the same win, win rates, but our skill sets are going to be completely different, right? And, and our habits and tendencies are going to be completely completely different. And um, I, at a certain point, like before I was getting coaching from Pig, you know, I had a little bit with Mac, uh, Mac and Tack as well, but it, it's also just like, like, I'm like, present, I'm like, look, this is me as a player, right? Like, this is what I like to do. This is what I want to do. Uh, why is it not happening? You know, like, and it's that sort of thing where it's like, um, I know what I want to do. And I know, like, again, I can watch a Lasers games and be like, I want to do what he's doing. But it's also... Uh, there's there's a lot of intermediate steps that honestly I just I just might not have the knowledge for you know. That that's something I've actually thought about before. Um, like it, it's easy just to say like oh all you need to do is like replay analysis up to the you know like Masters one or you know just like watch pro replays up till Masters one. Um, but a lot of the time when you're watching some of those like you're a lot of like a lot of details are going to get lost on you just because you're not entirely sure what you need to be looking out for. Um, and it really helps to have like that per that outside person who is more experienced than you just to like help you pick out some of those details. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like some of the guidance is just like, I, you know, I mean, this is something that we've said before, you know, like watch your replays and whatnot, but sometimes you do need that outside help to like, just like poke in and, you know, take a look at the, some of the things that you're missing. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also good practice too. Like when I, 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 I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking, but when I'm picking the replays that I'm going to show to pig, I'm trying to get games that are like the most typical of me, right? Not necessarily the games where I honestly just like space out and forget an overlord at 30 supply and ruin my opener from that. Like not those games, because those games are like their own their own box where it's just like, yeah, I did something that you shouldn't do. Um and then also like not the games where, you know, I make some weird some my opponent does some weird cheese and I demolish them or something. Like not those, but like the game that's just in the middle that that represents like my like average work day you know what i'm saying like like my 
my run-of-the-mill experience because those are the games that like will probably show most of my bad habits tendencies you know most of my choices and you know just myself on an average day right like and and it's that's what i was shooting for and again i know that feeling too of like I know Winter makes the jokes all the time where he's like, well, because you sent this into me, I'm going to assume that you win, uh, even though this is a coaching thing or whatever. Like, it's hilarious, but it happens like 90% of the time. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's about it's about getting the value uh, for me and uh, just trying to get the most uh, quality, quality feedback, right? Because at the end of the day, like you can give yourself a lot of feedback and you can develop a really strong game sense and a really strong understanding of the game and situations. And, um, you know, I certainly feel very confident in my ability to do that and my ability to be like, oh, he did this build. I did this. I made this mistake. Boom, boom, boom. I'm dead. Right. Like I'm very confident in my ability to do that, but it's also um, just super helpful to have more than that beyond what I know because my limit my knowledge is situational it's based on experience but it's also where I'm at you know like that's my that's my knowledge right and there's certainly knowledge things that I just don't know and and having a coach a pig just tells me stuff and I'm like oh that's something I didn't know like the thing uh that I remember the most clearly is that I was telling him I was like yeah double bc just straight up kills me sometimes and he's like yeah it's tough uh sometimes you can catch wind of it if you check their gases and they're straight on gas at the natural and I'm like oh that makes a lot of sense I guess I'll look for that like I just didn't know and like it makes sense that like yeah they go crazy hard on gas super early to get two VCs out, um, and now I look at it. Now I'm like, oh, look at those geysers going up before he's even remotely saturated. Maybe it's mech. Maybe it's BC. Like again, and it's not like gonna apply to 100% of my games, but it's just a, a nugget of information that has actually been very helpful for me. <laughs> yeah, I I'm glad that you mentioned that you went like you go through and like pick out your replays beforehand and uh, like plan out what you like what you want to get out of a coaching session with pig. Cause I, I do something very similar where I pick out like after a week of laddering, I pick out just a couple of replays that I know that like I struggled with personally, either I didn't know what was happening. I just kind of gotten my, you know, I, I just kind of got beat down really hard after, you know, doing the same thing that I always do every single time. Um, I, every once in a while I do throw in just like something where it's just like, Hey, look, I, I did the thing that you told me to do and it worked. And like, I'm, I'm super proud of that, which, you know, some, some, when I throw those in, I, it's just like, you know, it, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just, I want to feel yeah, a little proud. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 You get a little pat on the back. Uh, yeah, no, everyone needs that. It's okay. It's normal. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Um, but there is like there is a decent amount of prep work that I tried to put into like before a coaching session. Um, I try to figure out like what I want to get out of each session. Like you know, I, I spend an hour, either a week or biweekly with Vindicta. So it's just like you know, I, my time's a little bit limited. I want to figure out like what do I want to get out of this coaching session. Like the last coaching session that I got, I knew that I didn't really have a lot of replays. 
I knew that, you know, I, I was feeling a little bit rusty. I know I was kind of a bit mentally foggy. So I, I just wanted him to sit over my shoulder and just be like, hey, I just like just kind of just walk me through it, essentially. Just kind of walk me through it. Let me get kind of get back into my mental paces and kind of, you know, have you get me there. And it, it felt very successful. I was, you know, I was super happy with the coaching session. I felt like I, you know, I was kind of, you know, back in the seat, back in the saddle. Um, but usually whenever it's like, you know, it's replay time, um, I, you know, I pick out the ones that I feel like I need the most help with. And I also sit down and like take a couple of notes as to what exactly I, I want out of Vindicta that day. It's just like, okay, today I just want to sit down. I want to just like focus on TVP because, you know, Protosses have been just absolutely kicking my ass. And I let Vindicta know ahead of time. It's just like, this is what I'm struggling with. Um, this is what I feel like I need the most help with. Can we focus on that for our next session? He'll be like, yeah, sure. We'll take a look at some of those replays and see like where you're going wrong. And like, as we're going through it, you know, I, I'm, Normally, I don't take note. I'm really bad about taking notes like during a session. So I make sure to like record it or be streaming it at the time so I can actually go back and like take notes and be able to like pause and like take some time for myself to be able to do those kind of things. Um, probably not for the last session since I muted Vindicta for the whole thing. I'm sorry, Vindicta. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, but I like I go in, I have an expectation of what I want to try to get out of it and then, you know, try to get that out of it. Record it, take notes on it when I can, and then afterwards like try to put some of these things into practice. Yeah, I think I think this is something too that I think is very um I mean, I think this happens for many things, but specifically definitely for StarCraft where um you you receive this coaching but then there's a lot of like okay off you go go mess around with it you know like because it never happens instantly at least at least not for me in diamond uh and it's always like again i i've gotten like two two sessions with pig and they were pretty spaced apart but i still feel like i'm processing most of them again i'm i'm trying to execute but it's also just uh like I, I don't I don't feel like I need to like call him on the phone and be like, hey, how's how how am I doing? Like I'm still trying to like get it down to a part where I'm like where I can feel good enough about it to like go back and be like, okay, here's where I'm at now. You know, like because again, I'm still building it up. And I think that that is always um you can always make your coaching more valuable by really putting the work in on your own, right? And, and to, for StarCraft, you have to kind of put the work in uh, on your own or else, like, what are you, like, he's just going to tell you the same stuff every week, right? Like, like it's it's not going to really go anywhere. And, and I think that, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's super tough. And, and um, I know that I've done this where, like, it's been, it's been a couple, it's been about a month since my ZVT, but I kind of went back and I kind of scrubbed through it again just to be like, oh, yeah, he told me this one thing that I eliminated from my brain because I was already being told like 10 other things. Um, but now I'm at a point where I can revisit that exact session and be like, oh, yeah, like I could work that in, you know, like, oh, yeah, like this is a good idea. Or like um, like recently in the ZVT stuff is that um, 
I rewatched the part where he kind of talked about at the end, like the very last part, uh, he talked about the transition out of it. And he was like, okay, here's how you transition out of it. And I was like, oh, I think I'm ready to like re-listen to that because I feel solid on the rest of it. But I can finally go back and be like, what was he saying about like the infestation pit exactly? Like, because <laughs> again, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it in my head the whole time. And uh, there's just so much information that that can be kind of crammed in there. Um, and, you know, as a side note, I've kind of thought about this, too, where it's like, bro, if I had if I had coaching every day, I, it would be so unhelpful <laughs> for me because it would be so much information all the time. I, I wouldn't be able to have like a single thought of my where, own, right? Where would you find the time to even ladder at that point <laughs> to yeah, put that stuff yeah, into well, practice? Yes. But like it, I did it as like a mental a mental experiment where it's like, what if I had coaching every day and I would probably be way too overwhelmed and maybe my MMR would go up, but I probably wouldn't have a single thought myself about the game, right? Like, like I wouldn't be able to think about it in my own terms. And uh, yeah, I might improve, but like, I don't think it would be the same kind of feeling to it, right? And, and again, it's, it's, you know, the more and more I play, the more and more it's like, yeah, it's a process, you know, like it takes some time and it takes some repetition and it takes uh, being in the same situation a couple of different times uh, over and over again, but, you know, still try and understand it in the same way, right? And, and I think that, again, we, we talk about the, the chaos of the ladder and how every game is... Uh, you know, going to be very different from the next one. And I think that's always going to be challenging when you're trying to apply this kind of knowledge, especially if it's new knowledge, right? Um, but yeah, man, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's exhausting, but it's also very, uh, it's fulfilling, you know, it's also like, I'm excited to do my homework for my coaching, right? Like, <laughs> like, I'm excited to, I'm excited to work on things that are new, and I'm excited to try stuff. And, uh, pig told me to make infestors sometimes and I got some fungals on Brad and I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is this is uncharted territory. Hey, I'll take it. You know, like it's just fun. Yeah, I think something that's kind of important that you mentioned there a little bit. It's just like don't like you're not you're definitely not going to be able to hit the ladder running with all of this new information at all. I, I know that I haven't. In fact, I, I have a quick anecdote about that. Um, Vindicta one day showed me how to deal with like uh like proxy adepts um he was like telling me like all of the things that i should be looking out for and he gave me this neat little trick about like how to wall off the natural ramp so that they can't like just shade in and kill you um and i was thinking okay yeah yeah, yeah i got that all right i'm, I'm not going to be killed by proxy adept ever again um we then had a game on one of the smaller maps uh my opponent was not doing that, but I thought they were. So I I perfectly executed the wall off, and I was set, and I was ready, and they double expanded behind it. And I was just like, I wasted so much money on that damn wall, and it didn't do anything for me. There was one adept in the entire game. But um, at, at the very least, though, like, like I, I tried to actually play it out and just be like, okay, this is what Vindicta taught me, and I think I'm reading this right, so I'm gonna try and do it. Like being able to get in those repetitions is super important. Like your coach can get you a certain like can 
get you a certain distance, but you have to go all the way with it and be willing to like put in that time and effort to actually like execute these things. Um, another thing that Vindicta was teaching me is just like, you know, Terran has a hard time engaging into armies. Like if they're under 170 supply and you're going into the late game, like at a certain point, like you, you like you can chill, you can back up, get up to 170 supply, maybe split some of that army off and like engage in a different area and then push with the main army. Like don't like, don't try to constantly be engaging while you're under 170 supply for right now. Cause your army's just not going to be able to engage as well. You just bleed off units and I've been taking that to heart and I've been trying to like keep an eye on my supply and make sure that like, okay, we dropped to like 150 supply. I'm going to back up for a minute. I think we took, we took good trades. I'm going to build up again and then we're going to go back at it. I'm going to split off a little bit as soon as we hit like 180, 190 supply. And then we're going to keep going. And I've been fairly successful with it so far. And it's definitely helped out my gameplay a lot just by trying to put in that effort on that, like the kind of just... I don't want to say tidbit of information. Like it's, it's a substantial thing that he taught me, but I, I'm taking that information and trying to run with it as much as I can. And I even have started trying it with like TVP a little bit. Um, I got a little bit of supplemental coaching from one of my friends in NSGSL who said like, kind of told me the same story with TVP. It's just like, you know, the Terran army can engage well into it. You just have to know how to engage into it and you need to do it at a certain supply count. So I started running with that in TVP and started discovering just like, hey, this works here as well. Like what I'm trying to get at is just like, take like take whatever advice you get and run with it. Run with it where you can. If you mess up, like you have a replay to take back to your coach and like actually analyze with them and just be like, why did this go wrong? I thought that this would be all right. And they can give you the advice to like be able to fix it in the future. Um, like being able to do stuff like that is extremely important to have a like a successful coaching session. Yeah, well, and I think it's uh, like it's not necessarily like like it's one idea, right? Like it's it's one idea, but it's also like you're kind of just planting the seed of that idea and maybe maybe it comes into play in the games on the ladder, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does 3 games down the road, maybe you get it twice in a row. Like you really don't know. Um and again, it's it's really just developing that idea until it's a fully fleshed out thing that is honestly like something you don't think about right and, and and again i i think pig is really good at this too because pig is all about just commit on this one thing until you're so good at it uh you stop thinking about it and then you can start adding stuff and, and you know the the benchmark that i'm really trying to hit is 50 drones at five minutes right even maybe more maybe he i rewatched it and he was like maybe even like 55 if you don't make links you know like like re you can really push it and, and again i think one of my questions i was like well what if like you know he's gonna all in you he's like well you figure it out you know or it's like well you'll <laughs> you'll have 50 drones when the all ins here so you know you'll either take damage and and survive or you'll lose but you know, it's it's not about that, right? It's about it's about hitting that that benchmark as sharp as you can. And if you have the queens, oh yeah, he, that's what it was. I was like, well, what if you see hellbats? And he's like, well, you should have you should have seven queens, <laughs> you know. And it's like, oh, I guess he's he, he was like, you should have seven queens, and you just need to believe in the power of queens. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> like, 
I, I guess, yeah, I, I'll take your word for it. You know, I'll take, I'll take your experience for it. And, uh, I, I just have to actually apply that when, when I'm in that situation. But again, that, that, uh, that instinct of mine to be like, well, I want a roach horn and I want maybe less drones to, to defend this. And he's like, no, you don't, <laughs> you know, like you should be at this drone count regardless, you know, like you should be here at this drone count and, uh, you'll still crush it, you know, like you'll still demolish it if you, if you play it right. And again, uh, you know, there's not this expectation that it's going to happen in one, in one chance at it, but you're kind of preparing yourself for that situation. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, uh, it's nice because again, the last two days I was talking about, I really started to feel that where it's like, Oh, I'm just ahead. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm winning and I haven't done anything different. <laughs> Yeah, I like I've definitely had similar experiences where, you know, I would be, you know, messing around on the map and Vindictus just be like, Cranial, where like why aren't you macroing right now? Like what are what what are you doing? What are you focusing on right now? I'm just like I'm trying to kill I'm trying to kill a fourth base and it's just like but why though? Like you're under supply, you're supply blocked, you're also like not producing so like what what's the point in attacking into this it's just like i i don't know i just wanted to do it yeah you're like i'm playing starcraft like like this is what you do like you get in the medivacs you fly around and uh that's that's how you play you know and like <laughs> it, it's kind of funny because like the way i the way the way it sounds it's just like we're like diamond like you know diamond and under like we're it's playing on the playground and then we get in trouble it's just like i don't know why i did it i just did it i just did it because i can do it i think i think this this takes me back to like my early days of playing when i was like you know in golden plat and whatever but i still i still get this sensation where i watch a replay and i can hear winter's voice in my head being like what it, what are you looking at why are you staring at this you know random overlord while you're supply blocked while you're floating 12 larva like what's the game plan here for looking at this thing and it's like oh no i'm just looking at it like <laughs> like like the adrenaline is coursing through my veins and i'm staring at a unit that is not even attacking me but i'm staring at it uh and i still hear his voice for some of these like egregious uh non-activity actions you know what i'm saying like where you're just doing nothing but it's taking all of your attention to do nothing. Um, I still, I still have that voice. And again, his angry coach like definitely helped me uh, progress through like gold and stuff. Because I think some of the mistakes that I made at that league are so blatant and so silly. Uh, him, him just dissecting it in a humorous way is actually very effective. For, for the type of mistakes I was making, right? And, and it's just, uh, it's just, it's just hilarious too that, um, yeah, I think we're all guilty of it. And, and even in Diamond, you're guilty of the same thing, just in a slightly different way, you know? Oh, this is the other thing that I always think about for Angry Coach is that he routinely would give Terrans so much crap for just loading into Metavacs and dropping somewhere. And he's like, just walk, <laughs> like, like stop, Stop trying to fly into main bases. Stop trying to just boost everywhere. Just walk with your medevacs. And I, I laugh about it every time because it's it's such a like 
I don't know. It's such a like, oh, I'm a Terran. I'm going in my medevacs and we're going to boost around. And it's like, congratulations. You just boosted into three spore crawlers in the main and lose your entire army. You know, and it's like that happens so much. And it's so funny. But hey, man, we're I think we're all guilty of, of trying to feel really cool and do stuff, you know. <laughs> you know, just a quick anecdote. Um, I, I remember one of the one of his angry coaching sessions where he was coaching a Terran who was doing something similar, but he was like doing the, like the micro with the medevac and the tanks. Um, and just like, he was just like picking them up and like moving them a little bit and then putting them down. Winter just sat there and it's just like, I'm so glad that you spent 20 APM to move that tank like five feet, just to move it five feet. You didn't even siege it up. You just continued walking anyway. So, I mean, I guess it didn't really matter in the end, did it? But, um, just just kind of on that on that same topic like uh vindicta and i whenever we have a coaching session like we we tend to just kind of like horse around a little bit sometimes like we we get a lot of good work done but like we we're constantly like like cutting jokes with each other and it it, like i don't know it, it just makes it makes it fun it makes it gives it a little bit more brevity than you know just like sitting down with somebody who's like strict and stern and just be like you need to be doing this this and this like i i kind of find stuff like that to, like i could not do angry coaching with winter i couldn't like i'm i'm sorry i i have maybe i have too frail of an ego but like i i would kind of suck for me to have to like sit there and get berated for 15 minutes like i'm sorry it's just it's not for me but you know vindicta and i like you know we'll be cutting around and he'll like he'll he'll make some jokes about my play and just be like cranial what are you doing like jesus stop that but it's like it's lighthearted. it's a lot of fun and quite honestly i enjoyed it and it kind of makes some of the coaching sessions a little bit more memorable when i'm just like i can hear vindicta's voice in my head like screaming at me to do something different and it's just like oh right i gotta do this thing yeah yeah well and i think it's also like it's a different environment when like you and your coach are agreeing to this setup right like like you're in a very appropriate place to receive criticism so like yeah of course he can he can joke around a little bit you know it's like it's 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 good it's good for all parties involved you know to have that kind of that kind of levity in there um and uh yeah you know what funny story unrelated but related uh i did angry coach one time i sent one replay in and um i thought i could handle it but honestly i was like i don't know if i could handle this like halfway through <laughs> are you serious um, oh yeah this was a while ago this was like years ago but, oh dude uh, i'm i'm this was find this was on like that. Oh, I don't know, man. It's it's really deep in there. It's Pillars of Gold. I sent in a replay. Or, oh, wait. Jesus! <laughs> is that is that the map? Yeah, Pillars of Gold. I sent in a, uh, I sent in a replay, and, um, yeah. Again, it started off with me being like, I'm I'm fine for this, but then when it started happening, I was like, I'm less fine than I thought I would be for this. Um, but you know, hey, it was it was fun. I you know, I I. I don't know if I'd do it again, but I'm glad I did it because I also enjoyed supporting him. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's like one of those things where it's just like I don't, I wouldn't want this long term. Like, it's not for everybody. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that being said, we are uh, coming up on time here. Dan, did you have any uh, further things that you wanted to talk about for uh, coaching? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the thing I'll just kind of round out on is that, like, I feel like you'll know when you need coaching, like, specifically. Like, I, I feel like if you're doing your diligence to, like, improve and be a sweaty tryhard and all that, um, you know, you're looking at stuff, you're using resources. Like, again, there's there's so many resources that we have in this community that are free or otherwise or you know, even people's VODs or, or whatever, like there's, there's a lot of options out there. Um, many of which are free. Um, as long as you're doing that and you're, you're kind of processing it and kind of picking things that work for you and kind of developing your knowledge base. Um, I think that's all great. And that's all fantastic. You can do it on your own very, very well. But I also think that you will get to a point where you're like, you know what, I would enjoy this more if I had someone telling me what to do. Um, and again, everyone's going to be different. Everyone's going to get that, that, that timing of that might be different for everybody. Uh, it doesn't matter what your MMR is. It doesn't matter what your league is. It can always be helpful. Um, but you know, it's, it's just, uh, it, it's a great resource and it's, it's also like, I don't know. It's, I think it's very cool, you know? And I, I think that was also, I think I talked about this way, way back in the day, but like, I remember learning that like Starcraft coaches existed at all. And I was like, oh, like, that that's pretty cool. Like, you know, like, as, like, the, my first foray into, like, a really competitive game, I was like, oh, that that's actually pretty legit that, like, people are, are you know, uh, able to accept students and, you know, there's a market for it and there's people who are willing to provide it and there's people who are willing to sign up for it. So, uh, you know, I think that that's, uh, I think it's, I think it's neat, you know, and I think it's great and... Uh, I'm certainly enjoying what I'm receiving, and uh, I, it's it's an ongoing process, you know, and uh, it'll uh, it'll keep going and keep feeding my development. But it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I honestly couldn't say it any better. You hit a lot of the a lot of the main points and really drove it home. Uh, I guess the last thing I can say on the topic is just like. You know, just like Dan said, you'll know when you need the coaching. Uh, when you do start to receive coaching, go into it with some intent. Know what you want to get out of it. Make sure that you're willing to take some extra steps after the coaching to like actually put some of the stuff that your coach says into play. Like, be ready to put in some legwork. It's not going to be just like free wins after you get your coaching session. No, this it's going to take some time. It's going to take some elbow grease and it's going to take some note taking. But from my own experience, it is well worth it. If you can put yourself in that position. Um, also, you know, there are plenty of people out in our scene that are more than willing to like, give advice, give coaching. So just be willing to like find a, like find a good social group, find a good friend group, find people that are, you know, cool with like giving out the wisdom that they have. Like it's like, we have a lot of great people in the community. Like Dan said before, uh, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening tonight. Uh, just a reminder, this is part one of a two-part series. We will have a guest on next time who will give us some insight from the other side of the coaching. Um, with that being said, uh, Dan, do you have anything going on? 
Uh, nothing really, you know, business as usual. I'll be streaming here and there. I have many buttons that you might want to click uh, to support me, whether it's subscribing or following or what have you. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you want to see the coaching of me uh, getting coached by Pig and you want to hear my voice, uh, if you go to Pig's YouTube uh, channel, it's the second channel that he has, Pig Coaching, but you can hear my voice uh, and I make jokes with Pig and laugh about droning. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, and that's up there. It's I don't remember what the titles are, but if you poke around, you should find it. Zerg, ZVP, and ZVT. Uh, it's a good time. You know, you can follow me on social media. Uh, give the stream a follow. It'd be much appreciated. As for The Climb, we are live every other Wednesday with one exception. We're going to be off this. We'll be back on the 26th um, with our special guests. So be on the lookout for that. Podcast version of the episode will be out next Friday. You can find The Climb on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast sites. Our socials will be linked in the description. If you'd like to give us a follow, that would be much appreciated. That's going to be all for us this evening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Climb. As always, guys, good luck. Have fun out there. And we will see you next time.